0: The weeks are flying by, and it's fantasy playoff time. Most leagues are starting their playoffs next week, so how we stream here is crucial to our success. This is the Week 22 streaming show, and I'm going to give you all you need to know, okay? Let's get the biz and get those chips. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Everybody, This is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. Please follow me on Twitter, at Blake Creamer SE. That's where I bring the tweet heat. Alright, uh, I tweet my brains out on the regular. Alright, lots of information there. Um, yeah, um, I love having conversations on Twitter, so please get on there, follow me, okay? Um, also... Fantasy NHL today has a Discord, all right? We got a Discord link in the description. Please click that link. You will be forwarded to our Discord uh, where you can chat with me as well. Um, I I have all my notifications on, so um, I'll be able to answer any questions you want there. So please do that as well this is a sports ethos presentation thank you sports ethos for the presentation uh please head on over to sportsethos.com they got all your fantasy needs they got all kinds of crazy stuff going on oh my god the legends over there just just beautiful human beings um and one thing I do want to mention, I've been trying to pump this a little bit, because it's, it's just really good, uh, they've got some awesome MLB content there, uh, um, that's being released now, they've got a draft guide that we're, that we're kind of pushing a little bit, um, it's just awesome, you, you gotta go over and get it, you can, you can get it by, uh, just by itself, I think for $9.99, or you can buy a Fantasy Pass, and, um, I believe that's uh, 4 dollars or five ninety nine a month, I don't remember, but, um, yeah, you pay that monthly, and then you have access to the whole site, which is basketball, football, baseball, disc golf. They've they've got regular golf there as well, um, just a ton of content. But the baseball stuff right now is really popping off. So I just wanted to mention that. Uh, head on over and check that out. Um, Sports Ethos also has a bunch of Twitter stuff as well. Different Twitter handles uh, for you know what you're looking for for your your sport and your team. Okay, so check it out. Tell them Blake sent you. All right, and uh, You'll get a free oven mitt, all right, guaranteed, and uh, my personal promise to you is it's going to be embroidered with Let's Get the Biz, all right? That's how sports eat those rolls, and that's how I roll, all right? Yeah, cool. All right, I've yammered on long enough. Let's get into it here. Um, this is going to be our streaming show. Again, your playoffs are coming up. It's really important and hopefully you've been listening to this podcast for the last month and a bit because I've been really trying to prep for, for these weeks here. This is, this is where it all matters, right? We're, you know, we're, we're talking head-to-head leagues mostly, but you know if you're in you know, roto leagues where you just go to the end of the season, this is going to help you too, right? you you got to make sure you can get games, uh, player sorry, players not sitting on the bench, right? You want to make sure you've got uh, players getting games in, right, instead of being the last person on their bench. So that's what we're talking about here in the streaming episode. But before we get into that, uh, I definitely want to talk about a little NHL news. News! News! yes uh so just just a little bit of news I haven't touched on on any NHL news in a little while so I thought I'd do that uh, first off just some injury news Tyler Sagan of the Dallas Stars he was cut with a skate in his last game there It uh, sounds like he's out indefinitely right now with the laceration there he was seen walking on crutches so th- that's not good he's gonna be out for a little while that that sucks um, for Dallas but you know he was he's playing on the third line there so um, it's not so bad at even strength I mean you know Sagan's not really having a the season we probably thought he was gonna have but it's still a loss right um he's kind of a team leader there and he, and he does a lot of things especially in cats leagues so yeah where, where what does this matter um probably on you know it's gonna matter more on the power play because uh, sagan was on power play too so you know who's gonna take his spot I, I would look maybe mason Marchment possibly domi might move over to center the power play there to, on power play too. So just something to think about. Um, let's keep an eye on that Dallas. Oh my God. They just pumped uh, Buffalo 10 4 last game. Sheesh. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's yeah. Uh, and, um, Eric Comrie in for all 10 goals. Way to go, buddy. Uh, you should have pulled the Patrick Waugh and just went right up to the bench and be like, you know what? This is my last game in this stinky town. All right. You leave me in for all 10 goals. What the hell are you doing? Oh my God. Uh, shout out to Eric Comrie. Um, <laughs> uh, and on more news uh sadder news I'll yeah Elvis Merzlickins uh, he's heading home uh, from the Columbus Blue Jackets home to Latvia to be with his uh, sick grandmother so um, that sucks for him uh hopefully you know that that uh, situation gets better for him but um uh, what happens uh, fantasy wise is Daniel Tarasov has been called up on an emergency basis, and I, I think he could get the bulk of starts here. He's he's you know he's played a little bit in the league here. Uh, garbage record on a garbage team, so I mean this is slim Pickens. You're going to pick up Daniel Tarasov, or I think it's Michael Hutchinson. Uh, you know is, it was the backup there, so you know they, they can be streamed in for a game. But I mean you know <laughs> do any of these? Does Columbus have a good matchup against anybody? I was looking at a stat here on Twitter uh, today, actually for man games lost to injury this season and Columbus is almost 100 man games above the next team. Like they've just been decimated. It's It's been a brutal season. There was a lot of hope coming in with uh, Johnny Gaudreau, John Gaudreau going to the team and uh, yeah, just just the worst has happened. Every, everybody's out. So it's tough. It's tough for Elvis to head heading home here. So, you know, yeah, just bad season for all involved. I don't know, Tarasov, maybe you can stream him in if you're just grasping at straws. All right, let's move on. Um, John Carlson uh, practicing a non-contact jersey with the Washington Capitals. So that's a good sign. But, uh, you know, there's no timeline yet. So I think you can roll with uh, Rasmus Sandin, who we will talk about today. Rasmus Sandin confidently, um, you know, Trevor Van Riemsdyk as well is there. And uh, in better news, John Taveras uh, should be back on Saturday with the Leafs after sitting one game with an illness. So just make sure he's back in your lineup if you had to move him down for you know uh, roster purposes there. Um, Aiden Hill is injured for the Vegas Golden Knights. So Jonathan Quick, or as I call him, Jonathan Slow. <laughs> ah, that's, that's, that's not very funny. All right, so let's move on. Uh, Jonathan Quick, he's the man in Vegas, baby. Vegas. All right, but uh, I would tread lightly. I mean, Quick's had a terrible season. Uh, it's well documented, but Vegas is a, you know, probably a better situation than what he was in in Los Angeles there, potentially. So, And he's going to be demand. The There's no one coming for his minutes. So, I mean, Quick has obviously been good in the past. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, Quick could be an ad if you're really hurting for kind of a volume starter. I think Quick's going to get the, the bulk of the starts there. I um, in bigger news... Kirill the thrill Kaprasov he's going to be out for three to four weeks with a lower body injury for the Minnesota Wild brutal injury at a terrible time for fantasy managers and you know Kaprasov is going to be out for a month That's it's brutal for him too right but fantasy managers oh my god uh, yeah, this sucks. I have Kaprasov on one team, and yeah, it's it's gonna hurt for sure. Uh, I've done a, you know a lot of good work on that team, and he's been playing out of his mind. So hopefully he gets you know fully recovered in time for the Minnesota Wild and their their playoffs there. But yeah, that sucks. Um, Hurtman Ryan Hurtman's gonna be moving up to power play one, so that's gonna be a big change there. Sam Steele Steele is gonna be moved up to the top line. Um, no need to roster that man. Oh my, I did I. Di- I You know, fool me once, fool me twice. I don't know. It's I don't even know the saying. (laughs) Why did I go to a saying? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But, you know, you get the gist, all right? Uh, Hey, everybody. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt. And my butt smells. And I like to kiss my own butt. (laughs) Sam Steele, not an ad. So there you go. Um, And then in last bit of news here, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers fire their GM and president of hockey operations, Chuck Fletcher in uh, an interesting move. Um, today, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, the Flyers have been hot garbage for a long time, and this guy looks like he's made a bunch of missteps. And the truth is, I don't follow the Flyers that much. I mean, just, you know, day-to-day stuff that's going on in Philadelphia. But I have never seen so many uh, happy tweets about a guy being fired. Uh, you know. And I've, I'm in Vancouver, and, and we fire guys all the time. So uh, you know, it, I think just based on, on what I'm reading about Chuck Fletcher and kind of you know, what he's done with the team there, he's, he's made some questionable, questionable moves. And then obviously this debacle, the trade deadline, not being able to you know, make that trade with Detroit, it just doesn't look good. It's been a disastrous season in general for the Flyers. They have a bunch of man games lost to injury as well. And they got Torts as a coach. I mean, come on. They, they, who? Yeah. They, they, he should be fired just for that. Chuck Fletcher, you hired Torts. Get the hell out of here. All right, Torts, go have a Coke and a smile. All right? Um, but whatever. And then they got Tony D'Angelo signed to a two-year, $10 million contract. Oh, uh, With the uh, pretty boy, Tony. Yeah. Hey. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, That's nice. I don't think that was a good idea, Mr. Fletcher. But that's my two cents on that. All right, but that's it for the news. Um, let's get into the strategies. I know I've been wasting your time here. So, streaming strategies. Week 22, let's get to biz. Okay, it is, uh, again, it's a week similar to last week where the heavy days are, are pretty tough to get players in and the light days are, are a bit lighter, right? So, let's take a look here. Um, there are 14 teams with four games. Let's take a look at those. You got... The Boston Bruins, Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, Colorado, Dallas Stars, Montreal, New Jersey, Nashville, New York Rangers, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Vancouver, and Winnipeg and Washington. They all have four games this week, all right? And there are 16 teams with three games... Sir, so I'll just rip them off too. Let's, let's get to biz. Anaheim, Arizona, Carolina, Calgary, Chicago, Edmonton, L.A., Minnesota, New York, Islanders, Ottawa, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, San Jose, Seattle, St. Louis, and Vegas all have three games. And then we've got uh, the two-game weeks. There's two teams with the two-game week, Detroit Red Wings and the Florida Panthers. Ew, that show ain't no good. All right, and this is how the week sort of spreads out here. So on Monday, there's three games. Tuesday, there's 12 games. So remember what I've talked about in our streaming shows. Anything 10 games and over, that's gonna be hard to get a player in on that game on that day. So streaming for those days is tough because the streamer is usually, you know, a streamer level player, you know, which is gonna be the worst player on your roster. So, you know, if your roster's full, that streamer is just gonna sit on the bench. So it's a wasted ad, right? So that's what I'm talking about on the heavy days. As a recap, all right, so 12 games on a Tuesday, Wednesday, four games, so light again, Thursday, 11 games, Friday, four games, Saturday's your beefer, 13 games, and Sunday, there's seven games, okay, so yeah, it shakes out a lot like last week, so streaming is going to be really important, and the off days are going to be really important, all right, again, I just want to reiterate that, (laughs) The off nights are very important. I've, I've had some conversations uh, on Twitter, Discord, everywhere. Um, you know, it, it, like, people think it's just a suggestion, you know, to get guys in on the off nights. And, and again, like, you know, as we get closer to, like, you're in your playoffs or, and you're head-to-head for a week, like, you you got to make some difficult decisions, right? You, you know, having one game of a really good player you know, versus like two games with, you know, second line type players. Like you have to start kind of making those comparisons and see what you think is going to be better, right? So um, yeah, there's this, these type of weeks put you in an interesting spot, make you kind of have to make some hard decisions, right? And just be prepared for that because you're going to, you're going to be put in a spot here, especially if you're down in your matchup, right? Like we got to do what we got to do to get that chip. So anyways, let's look at back to backs for the week. All right. So there are zero teams uh, with a Sunday Monday back to back. Sometimes I just like to look at that because sometimes it's it's like an easy ad. It's like an extra ad where you can get a player in for nothing, and then you get all four of your move, moves the next week. So there's no teams with that. So no help there. There are two teams um, with a Monday Tuesday back to back. That's the Dallas Stars and the Montreal Canadiens. Okay, so um, just something to think out think about there. Um, if you you know if you can get players in on the Tuesday, then those teams might be options for you, right? Um, Two teams with a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back. So that's the New York Islanders and the Washington Capitals. Again, the Tuesday is going to be the problem there. There is one team only with a Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back, and that is Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche. And there are five teams with a Friday-Sunday schedule. Okay, So we're skipping that Saturday because that's a heavy night. You probably won't be able to get a streamer in there. So the five teams that play Friday-Sunday are the Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, Washington Capitals, the Anaheim Ducks, and the St. Louis Blues, okay? So, just remember those names. I'll I'll, I'll repeat them later on in the show because we're going to be looking at them uh, potentially for strategy, okay? So, uh, front-loaded this week, um, we are looking at Colorado, Dallas, and Montreal, okay? They all play three games in the first four nights at the beginning of the week, all right? Um, So... Uh, Colorado, to me, is the best option out of those three because two of their games are on off nights. So let me explain here, all right? Let me just explain. So Colorado plays Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you stream a player from Colorado, you'll get the Monday and the Wednesday and potentially the Thursday if you can fit that player in, right? So that's three games, four nights. Okay, Um, the other teams are... Dallas and Montreal and they both play Monday Tuesday Thursday, so you're getting two of the heavy nights in there, right? So um, I just want to let you know they have those three teams have three games in the first four nights of the week So it's a nice way to kind of start your week, but I would definitely say Colorado is the best option there Columbus Blue Jackets have the best back half of the week all right and um, They are the only team that has three games in the last four nights of the week um, with two of those on off nights Okay Sorry, they're not the only team with three and four. They're the only team with three and four with two off nights. Sorry to clarify that. Hopefully that makes sense. So yeah, again, just things to think about. You got your front loaded teams. You got your back loaded teams. This is likely your playoffs, right? Uh, Week 22 or it's the week before your playoffs or you're in your playoffs right now. So it's business time. All right, we may need to get more aggressive and you gotta be ruthless, right? From this point forward, if a guy isn't producing and we need to get some games played in, get him the hell out of your sight. You know, we, we might have to drop some guys that we wouldn't normally drop, right? Um, it, it feels weird, it feels counterintuitive, right? Uh, and I'm definitely talking about redraft leagues, obviously. <laughs> Do not drop players in a, in a dynasty league, right? That, that have value, like that that makes no sense, but I just wanna clarify that, right? Don't just go drippy dropping everybody around here. But yeah, we got to be ruthless, all right? We're going to talk about this, but uh, um, look at teams, especially like Detroit or Florida, right? Th- those are the only uh, two teams that have two games this week, both on heavy nights. So, I mean, guys like Reinhardt, Bennett, Ekblad even for Florida, you know, Cider, uh, Peron, Husso, even Larkin maybe, right? I'm not saying drop those guys, but it's just something to think about, right? We need to assess our team and see if maybe we can absorb those zeroes. Because they're not going to be playing, right? The only thing that matters is getting through to the next round, right? It doesn't matter if you have an amazing team and you don't make it through to the next round, right? We have to potentially drop guys so we can at least get there. Then we can deal with our roster at that point. Yeah, Again, I am not advocating dropping these guys at all, okay? Just that it should be an option because there is no tomorrow in head-to-head weekly leagues. We have to get through somehow. So just keep that in mind, all right? And just... You know, temper your expectations and just it's a little bit of different mindset going into the playoffs here. All right. Let's talk about who has the best schedule and we'll talk about some streamers. All right. These are some streamers from the best schedule teams. Here we go. There is a clear winner in terms of off nights and best schedule this week, uh, 22, and it is Buffalo, the Buffalo Sabres. They have four games and all four games are on the off nights. So they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That is really nice. You know, um, I wish there were some better streamers on Buffalo. I mean, there's, there's obviously some good, you know, some decent streamers there, but all their top guys are mostly rostered, right? So, you know, probably the best streamer you can pick up for this week from Buffalo is Dylan Cousins. You son of a bitch. Um, you know, he's got some, some good deployment there. He's on the second line, first line power play. I talked about this guy as a must add. He's still only 63% rostered. Um, I think you got to add him. You got to add him. I mean, he had a terrible game here uh, against Dallas. They lost uh, 10-4. He only played uh, 13 minutes and 52 seconds. So that's not awesome. But he'll be better than that. He's been shooting very well. He's got three points in his last five games, I think. you know, And it's that top power play, really, that uh, um, is, is what you want. And it's going to be interesting for Buffalo. After you take a take a loss like that, I mean, how does this team respond? right? Like, I'm hoping that it equals kind of a fired up team for the next four games here. But who knows? You know what I mean? They're they're a young team, obviously. Anyways, Dylan Cousins, he should be rostered for this week. You got to make it work, though, for your team. He's center only, so that's sometimes hard to get in. Um, and recently Jordan Greenway has been moved up to the top line. That is an interesting pick to me. I, honestly, I need to see more from Jordan Greenway before I can really advocate for him as a pick. But if you're going to pick up Jordan Greenway, this is the week to do it, right? He, you know, in the one game he played up on the top line, he did have a goal, uh, and one hit in 15 minutes. So not, uh, an ama- I mean, thanks for the goal, buddy, but you know, didn't really do much else. That was just a crap game for Buffalo. So it doesn't really give us a data point on, uh, how this guy's going to be deployed in, in, like, a regular game, you know? So I need to see one more game of Jordan Greenway on that top line, but definitely keep an eye on it. I think if he plays another game there, plays the whole game, gets good deployment, um, I think he's an ad, all right? So keep that in mind. Um, and then you're looking at guys like Jack Quinn. I'm flying! Jack. Um, you know, for, for points, he's it was just oh it sucks that this this was the last game that they played because going into this four game week yeah it's it's hard to tell how they're what what they're going to do right because I think you just throw that game away a 10 to 4 game you can just throw away but yeah Jack Quinn Casey Middlestad Victor Olofsson these are guys that are the you know lower level streamers um, I think the priority should be Dylan Cousins I would have a look at Jordan Greenway, Owen Power as well. I think has to be an option again. He played like crap, just like everybody else, and he's not really putting any points on the board. But his his uh, ice time is strong. Not much else is. It's it's unfortunate, right? This guy's he's forty six percent rostered, so he should be out there, but he's not really putting many perifs on the board. He's getting the minutes though. I don't know four games of Owen Power. You know that's better to me than two games of like you know Dominic Kubalik or something like that on Detroit or even. I don't even Sam Bennett, like he might not even make the make the cut on those two games, right? So you're getting four games of Owen Power instead of zero games for a guy like Sam Bennett. Miles Bennett Dyson. I'm not saying drop Sam Bennett, but I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. Anyways, and if you want some perifs, some beefer stuff, you can pick up uh, Matias Samuelson on D. He's getting decent deployment. He's not going to get any points really, but uh, shots, hits and blocks, he should be able to kind of prop you up there. All right, so those are your Buffalo ads, all right? That's uh, that's a team you, you want to look at for sure. Uh, next down, uh, as far as best schedule, is going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Washington Capitals. They both play four games with three off nights, and I honestly think Washington is, is the best streaming team, um, well, Yeah, Washington and uh, another team I'll mention later on, but I think Washington has the best streamers and they have the best schedule, in my opinion. So they play four games with three off nights. So let's look at the best streamers on Washington, shall we? So I think right off the bat, you got to pick up Rasmus Sandin. You got to get him. We talked about him as a must-add. I like this player a lot. He didn't get any points the other night, but 29 minutes and 58 seconds. Okay, bang. That's... that's That's what you want to see. This guy was not even sniffing this amount. That's like two games for him in in Toronto, okay? This guy's 42% rostered. He's out there. He went up 29% in the last day. Like, you got to go out and get Rasmus Sandin for this week at least. Maybe he can be a drop after this week because Washington's schedule isn't amazing moving forward. But for this week, Rasmus Sandin must roster. You got to get him. So make a spot for Sandin. You know, we'll talk about some players that are potentially droppable, but... Sandine's gonna get you periffs, shots, hits, and blocks, and plus he's on top power play. He's on the top power play there, and twenty nine minutes on ice. What the hell? Like this is a no brainer. Go get Rasmus Sandin. and then right underneath him, you got to get Tom Wilson. Wilson, you got to do it because uh, you know he's um, he's getting top line deployment with OV! OV oh, yeah he's he's getting that right and he's also uh getting uh, power play 2 which is not terrible right again Ovechkin's on that power play too. so um yeah I'm definitely uh ca- Category league Tom Wilson is he should be rostered. There's no question. Points leagues I think he's a must roster as well for this week only, right? And then you can decide what you want to do. But I think he I think he can put some points on the board, and especially if you have any point value for hits and shots on goal, like he he should, he should do some damage there too. But uh, look at some of these other streamers, right? Both those guys are you know Wilson is 43 percent, Sandine is 42 percent on Yahoo. Down the list, TJ Oshi. He should be rostered this week, no question. He's going to get you shots. He's going to get you hits, and he's getting good deployment. He plays on, um, he plays on power play one with the big boys. So, yeah, I mean, I can go down the list here in Washington, right? They, they've they've just have a lot of guys available, and again, there's that's why they're my favorite team to stream this week because there's so many guys available, like um, TJ Oshi, Nicholas Backstrom, and Dylan Strom even. Um, I would look at Dylan Strome. He's had a nice little run here. Uh, five points in his last three games. Whoa, buddy. You know, he's only 19% rostered. So yeah, Dylan Strome is an option. Um, and then, um, you know, for for hits and things like that, obviously I would look at Martin Fahervere. Um He's day-to-day right now with a lower body injury. So we'll, we'll see what happens, right? He missed He's missed three games here. Just keep an eye on him. He's a great hit streamer. No question about that. All right, but, but there are other guys too. I mean, even look at Trevor Van Riemsdyk. This guy played 27 minutes the other night. He got a goal, four shots, two blocks. What? That, that's crazy. He's 2% rostered. So, you know, it depends on how deep your league is, but these guys are going to be out there. They're going to be available. I really like Washington as a streaming team this week. You're getting the three off nights. Washington plays Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That's perfect, right? So, you know, there's, you have options there. Let's look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is the other team I talked about that has a good schedule. Again, they're, they're, their streamers are not as uh, inspiring to me. They've got Mr. Baseball, Michael Bunting. Bunt. B-U-N-T. Yeah, he's 63% rostered, so he's probably rostered. But if he's not, you gotta get him on a team, right? Michael Bunting, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. In fact, his deployment's kind of you know gone downhill, but um, you gotta roster him. I mean, he's, you don't know in what game they're going to put him back up on the top line, top power play, all this stuff. So you got to get the bunt man, the bunt cake, Michael Bunting. He should be rostered this week. He's 63%, so he probably is. Um, Then it starts getting real slim there in Toronto. So, you you know, um, you could look at some of the guys that are in the top six there in Toronto. You know, Kerfoot might get some run uh, there in the top six, but he can't score. Um, Sam Lafferty and Cal- Kelly Yarncrock are playing with Neal at even strength. But what the hell? I mean, ugh. you know, that's this. I don't know. That's that's deep league stuff. That's like 14 team league stuff. You know, you, that's that's where you're getting into those guys. And they can provide some value in that context. Right. Um, you know, other than that, like they've got a lot of guys that do kind of the same thing. Right. Like guys like Noel Achari. Right, this guy hits. Oh, my God. He almost has 200 hits on the season. Um, you know, But his deployment is whatever, not very inspiring. So that's kind of where you're at with those guys. But um, that's why I was kind of leaning towards Washington. But anyways, four games, three off nights. That's what Toronto's got. So let's move on down the list. The next best schedule... Anaheim Ducks and the St. Louis Blues. They have three games only, but they're all on off nights. So you get those three off nights so you can utilize these teams, you know, in kind of a fluid streaming situation. Right. And Anaheim had a good schedule this this last week here. So you might already have some Anaheim guys on your team. All right. So in, if that's the case, I would just hold those guys. No question. So let's look at the streamers. Anaheim, usual suspects. I feel like we've been talking about Anaheim all year on these streaming shows. They always seem to have um, a reasonable schedule. So let's let's just dive in and look at some of these guys here. So, again, Zgris, he's, uh to me, he's ideal. He's 77% rostered. But, I, I mean, I picked him up off waivers this last week here, and it's it's been good. I mean, he's not blowing the doors down, but he's put he's doing stuff, right? He he was shut out today. Nope, nothing. He only got one shot. But before then he was, you know, point of game pace. It was pretty nice. So um I like Zegers. Obviously, you know, anyone on Anaheim is gonna just kill your plus-minus if that's a category. So um, you know, just keep that in mind. Then another guy I'm really high on, Troy Terry. This guy might be more available. I've had some discussions with people, they're like, Do I drop so and so or do I drop Troy Terry? I'm like, do not drop Troy, Troy Terry. Troy Terry is like uh, if um, Vincent Trocek and Boone Jenner had a son, all right? That's Troy Terry, all right? That's, that's my guy, all right? That makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I was thinking about the show that I watched when I grew up called My Two Dads. I don't know. I was thinking of Vincent Trocek and, and uh, Boone Jenner. You know what? I'm gonna noodle on this. I'm gonna think about this. I might put out some kind of graphic because I don't want Troy Terry to be their son. I wanna be their son, all right? Boone Jenner... Vincent Trocheck, my two dads, book it! You can count on me. No matter what you do, you can count on me. No matter where you go. Yeah, that's uh, we're gonna we're gonna put season one in the works, all right? Just uh, you know, don't call me on this. But if you'd like the idea, you know, just reach out to my people at sportsethos.com. All right, there you go. Uh, but anyways, I just rambled on Troy Terry for no reason. But uh, this guy's a beauty. Um, he's been really good since he's come back. Again, did nothing tonight, of course. But yeah, he, he's looking good. He's got five goals since he's been back and an assist. He's just, they don't have anyone else there. And he's hes a very good offensive player. So he's not going to bring any perifs. So it's definitely a points league kind of guy. He, like, you know, 12 hits and 19 blocks on the season. Buddy, like, you know, what what is he doing? He's like, he's like doing twirly whirlies out there. I don't know what the hell's going on. But um, yeah, Troy Terry. He's an ad this week to me. Um, Mason McTavish uh, again. He he's just he's getting some good deployment. He shoots pretty well. You know, um, it's all the same guys, right? Cam Fowler, right? Cam Fowler could be rostered this week, no question. Um, he's he's just doing it. I feel like every time I pick up Cam Fowler in one of these things, though, he just stinks. He stinks for any week that I pick him up. But you know, he's been doing okay. He got an assist tonight, a hit, and two blocks. You know, his usual deployment. He's having a good season. I think he should be rostered for the week. Frank Vitranos, the other guy I like. Frank! Good afternoon. Hello, Frank's Pickle barrel is. Huh? He shoots the lights out, this man. So, yeah, I mean, he's he would just had four games without a point, and then he got an assist tonight and two blocks. Again, nothing super inspiring. But, yeah, those are your Anaheim guys. And then if you want a beefer, you can get Simon Benoit. He'll get you your hits and blocks and probably nothing else. But that's where we got there, all right? Let's just look at St. Louis really quick here. They have some better options, um, in fact, than, than Anaheim and most of these other teams, too. So let's look at St. Louis. Take a look and see if Jordan Kyrou's out there, right? <laughs> People are dropping Kyrou. I've been getting lots of questions. Should I drop Kyrou? Like, he might be out there. Justin Falk, he might be dropped. Is he out there? Because that guy's a he shoots, he hits, he blocks, right? And these guys are in the 70s in their percentage for uh, rostering in Yahoo. So they should not they should be rostered, but they might not be. Uh, what you're more likely to get is Robert Thomas. His name is Robert Paulson. Come on, guys.
1: His, name, Stop it. Is His, name, His name is Robert Paulson.
0: Paulson. His, name His name is Robert Paulson. His name Shut is up. Robert Paulson. This is all the way. His name is Robert Paulson. Um, yeah, he's a points league guy, no question. He's not giving you any perifs, and he just refuses to shoot for some reason, but... Uh, yeah he, he's a good player and he gets a lot of minutes right he's you know he's got four points in his last three games that's nice um yeah with reasonable deployment st louis has nothing to play for so i don't know i i it's it's rough I feel like it, this team is different to me than a team like Arizona that, that has a vibe like they're, they're having fun. They're having a good time. St. Louis doesn't seem like they're having fun, you know? <laughs> I just, I, I just kind of sense things like that sometimes when I'm watching games. Like, ah, oh, God. So I'm a little wary just personally to, to roster St. Louis guys. But Robert Thomas is a great stream for this week. Braden Shen for, for category leagues, no question. This, this guy, he, he's great. You know, he, he hits, he shoots, um, and he gets a lot of minutes, too. It's just his offensive production has been down. And he's minus 34 on the season. My God, I don't really put a lot of stock into that unless it's extreme. You know what I mean? Like if someone's like minus 10 or minus 15, you're like, ah, whatever. Minus 34, like, you know, we, we, got, we got some things we need to work on, my guy. Like, you know, like get off the ice faster, you know. <laughs> it, like just he, he must just be sauntering to the bench, you know, just just taking minuses. He just looks back. Someone scored a goal. It's like, ah, oh, come on. You're killing me, buddy, Braden Shin, All right, get plus minus out of your fantasy leagues immediately. All right, um, Tori Krug again. Uh, the the one there's two guys I'm actually interested that might, are a little lower down, uh, and one is uh, Jakub Vrana. Okay, so he's he's played a couple games now with St. Louis, and he's he's done ten shots in two games. That's nice, and he got a goal last game. Reasonable deployment, third to second line deployment. I'd like to see a little bit more. But right now, they've got him skating with uh, Pavel Buchnevich and Kasperi Kapanen. Um, That's a nice little line right there. Uh, Buchnevich is really, to me, he's been the best player on St. Louis this season, you know, when he's healthy. Um, And Vrana's got first power play there as well. Uh, So does Sammy Blaze, actually. That's a little bit surprising. He's a hits guy. But um, yeah, uh, Jakob Vrana, they're giving him reps on top power play. You know, it looks like they're kind of 1A, 1B there in St. Louis. So I I think Vrana is an interesting add here. He's an upside play, right? Because we haven't seen enough. But, you know... I do like Vrana. If he's there, I think, he, you know, he's worth a spec add. And then Colton Pareko is the other guy I would talk about. Um, just because he's getting a bunch of minutes, and he's putting up a bunch of periffs. He's just solid. He just gets out there and does his thing. Um, so those are guys you can add. And then, sorry, I will mention Sammy Blaze. Um, this isn't a guy I advocate for, but, you know, he's getting some reasonable offensive chance, like, um, opportunities, sorry. He did get a goal in the last game against San Jose. Uh, four hits as well. He he can do that, but I wouldn't rely on anything but the hits, you know? And if he stops hitting, then we got a guy that's giving you zeros across the board, right? So just something to be aware of. Let's move on. All right. Um, The next best schedule going down here is um, Colorado Avalanche and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, We've talked about this a lot with Colorado. They have four games with two off nights. Let's just get into it. Best streamers on Colorado. Basically, the whole top six. All right. We talked about him. You need to have Confer there. Um, As I said, he's a must-add. Lekkinen, Nechuskin, got to be rostered. Okay, have to be. And now, I would actually include um, Evan Rodriguez in here as well. I just saw a tweet today. He's been moved up to the top power play. Arturi lekkinen has been moved to power play too. So, that... That, yeah, we got to roster him. We got we to gotta see what goes on. Obviously, you watch the game, but, you know, I, I think those other guys might be gone, but you might be able to get uh, E-Rod here. Rodriguez is rostered in only 9% of leagues, so he's out there, um, surprisingly, right? So one thing that Evan Rodriguez does well is shoot. He's an elite, <laughs> pretty much an elite shot producer. He's not an elite shot converter. So I don't know. Give give maybe a few more minutes. Can can we get some more uh you know goals in here? Like he he's just got he just shoots the lights out and he does that in limited time, right? Nine percent roster, triple eligibility. Center, left wing, right wing. Evan Rodriguez. You got to add him for this week. I think he's got to be on a roster, and add to that you know some of the other fringe guys here. Um, You know, Sam Girard, I think, is is a good add for this week. He's still getting over 20 minutes deployment. He's still putting points on the board. He's got five points in his last—six points in his last five games. So you you can't ignore that. He's 26% rostered. you got to get him on your team. Um, And, yeah, those are the two main ones that I would hit there. Obviously, Bowen Byram's probably rostered. But those are my picks for the avalanche. Let's take a look at CBJ. You know what I'm going to say. All right? My guy— big Boone jenner bj 37 rostered uh i cannot move the needle on this man you know i need my podcast out to more people uh you know can you just please retweet and tell your friends we, we got to get Boone jenner we got to get him up to 40 can you can you help me out can you can you just do if you do one thing well actually two things rate the podcast five stars please all right do me a favor on that and then second thing Go pick up Boone Jenner, all right? Or just create phantom leagues and just start adding Boone Jenner. Like, let's just do it the cheesy way. You know what I mean? Let's get this man up to 40%, all right? But I digress, all right? Uh, yeah, Boone Jenner's really your only option there on Columbus, all right, again, four games, two off nights, Boone Jenner. Um, you could pick up Roslovik if you want. He's been playing well lately, but I think there are better options out there as we've just detailed. Um, Adam Boakvist, maybe for points leagues, um, but he can't even get deployment with all the Columbus injuries. It's insane. He gets under 20 minutes every night. I just don't think that he's in the plans there for whatever reason. So I don't know. If you're desperate for points, Adam Boakvist is there, but uh, I don't know. Your main guy there is Boone Jenner. As usual, I'll get through these last couple teams here because I want to get to strategies. But, um, yeah, the next one down, uh, Minnesota. They've got three games with two off nights, so they can be used as well. As I said earlier, Ryan Hartman is your guy there moving up to power play one with uh, Cap out. And Steele gets back on the top line, Sam Steele. So could be rough times there. I think you also should probably have a look at least at uh, John Klingberg, uh, the Klingon on the back end. Dude, no, this is serious. I just sharded. Giggity. the Klingon on the back end that's I didn't even plan that but that's you know what I mean that's what Charmin's for am I right you get it off all right just yeah or bidet right anyways uh and then there are nine teams with four games and one off nights on a one off night uh, and that is those teams are Boston, Dallas, Montreal, New Jersey, Nashville, New York Rangers, Tampa, Vancouver and Winnipeg. Um, just a couple streamers you can pick up off of there. I think Bertuzzi is an interesting stream for Boston. He's he's just been moved up to the second line there with Pavel Zaka going down to uh, line three. So that is an interesting development. David Krejci as well. Dmitry Orlov. Bobby Orlov, as we like to call him. And then for Dallas, you're looking at Dadanov Mason Marchment potentially moving up to the power play. Montreal, uh, Matheson oh my god this guy's a beast um he played f- over 30 minutes in their last game for the Canadians um and his coach was uh you know Martin St. Louis was just singing his praises say this guy is just a beauty I mean I uh, 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 30 minutes uh, I like that I mean the team's not good but you know you got Matheson out there and Raphael Harvey-Penard I think is worth a look as well I mean we're getting a slim pickings here right and remember four games with one off night so you might not be able to get these guys in Okay, um, uh, Tommy Novak for uh, Nashville and Tyson Berry. Both could potentially be rostered here. And then for New Jersey, Dawson Mercer, he, he's he's a must-add. He should be added already. So, if, you know, hopefully you've got him on your team. I think Dawson Mercer is good enough to stay in the lineup for those full four games. That's my opinion. Thomas Tatar, maybe not, but he's out there too. For Tampa, Alex Killorn, uh, you know... Uh, some of the other guys there on the third line. Um, and then for Vancouver, Big Koozie. I already talked about him. Yeah, I, I think Big Koozie is a good add. I think he, you know, he's on the bubble for for being rosterable for these busy nights. And then for Winnipeg, Nino Niederreiter. You got to get him. All right. I talked about Nino already in the Mustad show. Now, those are your streamers. So the best teams with the best schedule. Now, let's look at the worst schedule. We know who they are. It's Florida and Detroit. All right. They have two game... They have a two-game week, both on heavy nights. That show ain't no good. All right, Detroit and Florida both have four-game weeks the week after this with one off night. So just something to be aware of. Um, the games played is good, but it might be hard to get guys in on the busy nights as it usually is. So just something to think about if you're thinking about dropping some of these players. just wanted to put a bug in your ear. But this week, it's only two games each. Droppable players on Florida. Um, just as an aside, I was looking at Florida. What a season Brandon Montour is having. Oh, my goodness. This guy was likely a waiver pickup. He's got 11 goals and 40 assists. Yay! Yes! You know, I, I don't know. It's It's been a really nice season for Brandon Montour. I hope that this is kind of the player he is moving forward. Um, he's he's like one of the Florida Panthers that's actually having a good season. <laughs> where The rest of them are like, what happened to last year? Um, so, yeah, I think for Florida, dropable players, it's going to be harder to drop players, but you know, like I said, you got to do what you need to do. If it's Sam Bennett, if it's Sam Reinhart, you know, you know, and we can, we can figure this out as the week goes on. I'm not saying drop them right at the start, you know, but when you're starting to make decisions, like these guys got to be in the conversation. That's all I'm saying. Even Ekblad, right? These guys got to be in the conversation, right? If it doesn't matter if you keep these guys for your next week, if you're out of the playoffs, right? So we got to go for broke here. Uh, Detroit, droppable players on Detroit. Basically everyone but Larkin and Cider. And again, if you need to, you can drop those guys too. Um, you know, Cider. I, I like Cider's uh, rest of season outlook here. Just with Horan uh, gone to Vancouver, Cider has power play one locked up. He's getting back to big minutes, and you know he's always got big peripherals. But you know this the offense hasn't really happened the way we hoped it would this season, but he's gonna be a beauty in this league for a long time. I think I think you'll probably be able to get most cider at a very good value next season, next draft season. Most cider, keep him on your radar because I think a lot of people are probably pissed at him this year because they drafted him a little higher and he's just not really performing to the to the value of his draft position. They're heading for the old mill. No we're not well let's go to the old mill anyway. Get some cider. And then uh one other thing I wanted to mention, um Calgary had a great schedule this week here. Uh guys like uh Mikhail Backlund and Dylan Doobie, the doobie brother. Um those are the type of guys, Andrew Magiapani. Those are the type of guys that if you're streaming them this this week, you can drop them down a well. All right, you can just drop them uh, at the end of this week, no problem. You do not need to hold the Calgary guys. They play three games uh, all on the busy nights, so you know you might not be able to get those in. Maybe Backlund if your team is really thin, but other than that, yeah, you can kick those guys to the curb, no problem. Thank you for your service. Get that all right, let's talk about some strategies. All right getting long in the tooth i just uh, oh my goodness sometimes i just get fired up on this stuff i want to win some championships big time we got to do this let's talk about some strategies so i always mention the long stream first i think that's really important and this one's a clear win it's got to be buffalo right you just grab a buffalo player and leave them right that's one move and you get four games out of one move right i wanted to mention an, another option for a long stream if you're not going to go with a buffalo player I would select someone from Washington, as I said earlier. Um, Again, they do have the Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday schedule. So the Tuesday is going to be the difficult day there, but I I mentioned all the streamers. uh, They got a plethora there in Washington. So um, if you're not going to do a Buffalo long stream, do a Washington long stream. You're going to like the way you feel, I guarantee it. So most leagues have four moves that you can have. So um, one thing I want to say too for strategy save your ads all right it's really really important um you know they're so important this time of year so just make sure you don't go stat hunting if you don't have to all right you want to give yourself some options as the week goes on right this is something i did a lot when i first started playing fantasy i would just i would i would make a i would pick up a player it would be like 11 o'clock at night or whatever and i just i just have a thought and i look and i'm not even going down the whole player list and i just add someone right like don't think like that, right? We gotta be a little bit more strategic here and that's why you're listening to this podcast, right? Um, and there's other amazing ones too, right? That will all help you kind of make the right decision here. So there's no reason to just blast through your ads or make, make kind of a quick pick. You know what I mean? We wanna have make sure that we're getting value and we're maximizing games played with every ad, all right? Do me a favor, Okay. So, again, the long stream would be Buffalo. Just grab a player, leave them in. Um, uh, one strategy you can use as well. This is the other one I was thinking about. Um, if you're trying to maximize games played, which you probably should, um, is to grab a Colorado player for the beginning of the week, okay? So, they have the three games and four nights. They have the Monday, um, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, okay? So, Thursday is going to be the night that'll be hard to get that player in. But let's say you pick up uh, Evan Rodriguez. You, you have him Monday, Wednesday. No questions asked. He's going to play those games. He's going to get you a ton of shots, right? This guy, he, he could really help your shot category. If you're playing in a category league with shots, Evan Rodriguez is a must-add. He's, he's going to crush it for those first two games, right? Especially if he's on the power play. So um, you grab a Colorado player for three games and four nights to start the week. Then you drop them after Thursday, right? So let's say you drop Rodriguez after Thursday and grab a player from a Friday-Sunday team, which we talked about earlier. And those teams are uh, the Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, Washington Capitals, Anaheim Ducks, and the St. Louis Blues, all right, to finish the week. So you can grab any one of those players that we talked about, okay? Um, Yeah, that's, uh, that's two moves for five games with one off night that hopefully you can get that player in. That's a, that's a reasonable strategy, right? Then you have two moves left over. You can, you've got them for injuries. You've got them for must-ads that come up, right? It gives you a little bit of flexibility. I feel comfortable using two moves right away, but then save, save the other ads. Like, there's strategy in using those two moves, but then save the other ones, and we can do more with it later on, okay? Um, especially, you know, just depending on how your roster shakes out, can we get players in on, on these busy nights? Because if we can, then it changes the strategy. Then we can do other things, right? So that's one strategy, or you could do the exact opposite. You can grab a Monday-Wednesday team to start, right? And those teams are Buffalo, Colorado again, or Toronto, right? So you could pick up Dylan Cousins, let's say, to start the week, but, you know, let's say you want to try and get more games out of it, right? You could, um, and you can fit someone in on a heavy night. So you could grab Dylan Cousins, let's say, Monday-Wednesday, and then you could finish up with uh, three and four from Columbus. And really the only guy that I would recommend on Columbus, as you know, is Boone Jenner, right? So, um, you know, that's why I would sort of lean towards the first strategy by picking a Colorado player up first. Um, because you can also see Colorado is in this strategy too. You can pick, they play Monday, Wednesday to start. So I think grabbing a Colorado player early is the best option for you. And I think that player is probably Evan Rodriguez. This is the perfect time to do it. Right. And hopefully he kind of sticks with that, um, deployment that he's going to get on the power play. So definitely homework for you. Watch the Colorado game or at the very least check the box score on the Colorado game. See how many minutes Evan Rodriguez plays. Like I think it's, I think you got to add them, right? Or if any of those other guys are out there, Lekanen, Nechuskin, Comfer, add them. I would, I would prioritize Confer over Rodriguez. Um, I would prior, I would go Nechuskin, Lekanen. Confer Rodriguez, those, those, that's in the order that I would grab the Colorado players in. And then for D yeah, like if Byron's there, you got to get Byron first, then Gerard, uh, in that order. Um, so that's how I would do it with Colorado. But again, this is why I've been pushing Colorado so hard because hopefully if you've been listening to this pod, you've got these guys already, right? And if you do, then your busy nights are going to be less busy. That means we can stream in on those nights, so it just opens up a whole opportunity that I can't fully get into in this pod, but it's just, um, it's really important stuff. So hopefully you stocked up on some Colorado players. They've got some excellent streamers, okay? Um, and uh, just as, a, as an aside, um, you know, you can use the back-to-backs too, right? If there's a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back, we talked about that. You can pick up a Dallas or Montreal team. Uh, sorry, you can pick up a Dallas or Montreal player for those two games, you know, so that's one move for two games as long as you can get them in on the Tuesday. Right then, you can grab a Wednesday Thursday. You can grab a Colorado player for Wednesday Thursday. So that's two moves for four games. Right then, you can pick up a Friday Sunday team, and you've got three moves for six games. Does that make sense? Right. And again, it it's all just dependent on if you can fit these guys on your roster on the busy nights. I know I'm sounding like a broken record here, but it's really important and crucial that we understand this this um, concept because this is crunch time. We want to get it right. Okay. That's what I've got. That's all I got for this uh, week 22 streaming strategy. It went a little longer than I wanted, but uh, yeah, it's, it's important, and I want to make sure I'm giving you all the best chance to win. Um, please hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Discord. Actually, on Twitter, if you if you want to DM me and you can't because I don't follow you, just let me know. I'll give you a follow, and we can chat. I've been chatting with a lot of people on Twitter through DMs. It's really nice. You know, I can give you just quicker responses, right? Um, So you can do that on Twitter. Do that in the Discord, right? The Discord, uh, I'll get back to you immediately, right? And you don't have to get a follow or anything like that. So get your buns into the Discord and and check it out so we can chat. All right, but other than that, let's go. Let's freaking go. Oh, my God. It's the playoffs. I'm excited. I'm in 10 leagues right now. So my playoffs are popping off. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, you know, definitely after my leagues are over, I'll share the results with you all. And so you can kind of see how I did and kind of what my teams look like. I think that'd be kind of a fun exercise. Also this off season is going to be wicked. I'm, I'm not stopping. I'm not slowing down. Um, we're going to do a lot of review content, like what we learned this year, um, from fantasy, what we're taking into next year. We're going to get started early on our draft prep. I'm going to do some projections this year. Um, I got my guy Nate from Apples and Genos. Uh, hopefully, he'll give me a give me a hand. Just just deal with everything. Just show me how Excel works at the very least, please. Um, yeah, because what the hell is going on over there? But um, yeah, I would love to just put some projections out for you. I'll probably put those out for free, just so you can see what's going on. And yeah, it's uh, I'm stoked. This is crunch time. This is what we did this for. This is why we listen to this podcast and worked so hard to get where we are. So hopefully, you guys have a buy or you're you know in good shape for your playoff matchups and let's get it let's get the biz thanks for listening everybody celebrate your day bye for now a rational explanation is hardly necessary necessary, necessary,